Welcome to the chat. I'm your host, Glenn Jones, and we're talking about Upper Cumberland history. Today I have with me on the chat Pamela Walton Rader. She's a former Jackson County Sentinel newspaper reporter turned author. What got you interested in history of the Upper Cumberland or Jackson County, for example? Well, I was working on the square, and so I heard a lot of history at Smith's department store, which is where I was working. Uh, people would come in, and uh, it was actually the the location for the social media around the square, and it was very busy and active at that time. So, so was that around the 80s? Uh, yeah. Oh, mm-hmm. wow. And so... Uh, A lot of the people would come in and they would talk to the owners, Herman and Josie Smith. And, you know, they'd go over to the corner and whisper and things like that. So that's where you heard all the the gossip or things that were going on in the town. But it was really thriving at the time. And uh, I I really enjoyed it very much. So Jackson County, Gainsborough Square was thriving in the 80s. Yes, it was. It really was. There were several... Uh, stores and gas station was there and the bank was on the square they had you know all of the buildings basically were filled with business in at that time yeah that i know that um you can look at the buildings and look back in history and the square had everything car lot our brand new dealership car dealerships and yeah. grocery stores and cafes and mm-hmm. western auto and just yeah. you name it, Sears was there. Uh, automotive parts store. Um, it was Draper and Whitaker, I think, back then, the parts store there. So you were in Smith's department store. What did it have in it? It had merchandise literally brand new from the 1960s <laughs> on up to the current time. It was hilarious, uh, my working there, because people would come in and ask for things, and I had no idea what they were talking about. One couple, I remember, came in and asked if we had webbing, and I, webbing. Thought, I, I thought you meant... You know, the lawn chair <laughs> stuff there. No, 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 we need webbing. You know, webbing. And I, like, I had them walk me around the store and try to point out what it was. And it, it came, um, it was elastic. They were looking for elastic. <laughs> so oh, well, I'd never call, heard of some of the terminology. And they there. called it webbing. Yeah. But. It was uh, it was a wonderful time to be in the area. I I was looking for a rural environment. I liked uh, the farmers. The people were still whittling around the the courthouse. They would sit on the benches and whittle, <laughs> and I and I know this went on for several years in the back of Theral Richardson's uh, insurance office. The musicians would play, including Jamie Daly's dad. Oh wow! Uh, and then I would go back there and sing with them, and it was just really, you know, good, clean, and wholesome time. And I thoroughly enjoyed it. I really did. And I love, I I like history because I love people. And so I'm really interested in people and their backgrounds and things like that. So I learned a lot while, you know, working there. Well, I remember Jackson County, Gainsborough Square when I was young. Highway 56 used to go right through the middle of it. And it was it had every business you can imagine. Yeah. 
We're speaking with Pamela Walton Raider. She's a former Jackson County Sentinel newspaper reporter turned author. Well, I also uh, worked for Common Sense Media, and so I wrote uh, articles for a lot of uh, the surrounding counties in addition to Jackson County. So I, I learned a lot of history, you know, doing articles for those magazines. But reporting with the Sentinel was pretty cool. And um, that's the Jackson County. The Jackson County Sentinel and sometimes the Clay County I uh, can't remember citizens, statesman, statesman mm-hmm. and uh, Overton County um, news as well. I, you know, I, occasionally I would fill in for theirs too. But you covered everything from you know some football, you know, win to murder, you know, on the square, and also I enjoyed. You know, just doing the historical articles that I wrote in connection to you because you were the archivist there and you had started Veterans Hall. But, you know, not initially. We met at the library, you and I did. So how did did we meet at the library? (laughs) Well, the librarian was Dale Staff, and she didn't know how to speak softly. So she... Just got rid of the, you know, speak softly rule. And I'm, you, gl- I'm glad you reminded me of that. I remember that now. <laughs> and you were trying to read on the, what was it? The, it was the microfilm reader, and I couldn't even reader. think. To, there was so much going so on. So Dale and I were involved, heavily involved in conversation and laughing. And so you reprimanded us. And I said, what are you going to do, send us to the principal's office? <laughs> Yeah, I didn't know either one of you, but I remember that it was pretty, it was frustrating and funny at the same time. But you were heavily involved in the historical society and and the, you know, history behind the area in general, all of the surrounding counties, but you were located in Jackson County at the time. And so um, that was my first initial meeting with you is you reprimanding me and then i had just gotten the job at the sentinel and you walked in and and they're going to pay me to write articles and you walk in and say oh i have all these articles i want to submit to the sentinel and you don't even have to pay me i'll just and i'm like what are you doing you know you torture me at the library and now you're trying to take my new job you know i'm glad but. you brought that up i kind of forgot that one too but i remember it now and um some of the stories i covered a uh, a case where somebody had committed a murder and um, then I followed that through, you know, several years and was also at the Sentinel when um, the execution took place of that man who had committed the murders back then. And you ended up finding the gas can that was used to burn. Right. When we were cleaning out the court, uh, the basement of the of the courthouse the evidence room because it was kind of mixed up with the records and there was the gas can mm-hmm. that, that was labeled evidence yeah. for that murder trial mm-hmm. exactly so there was all kinds of stuff laying around in there yeah i'm glenn jones your host on the chat and we've been speaking with pamela walton raider former jackson county sentinel reporter turned author and we'll be right back 
I'm Glenn Jones, your host on the chat, and we've been speaking with Pamela Walton Rader, former Jackson County Sentinel newspaper reporter turned author, and we've been discussing history around the square in Jackson County, Gainsborough. Yes, we have. <laughs> also, some of the things that took place when I was working around the square um, is that uh, I included them in the books I've written. I've written three books. They're not about history, but just the people who were around. And so I brought in some of the things that occurred back then. And uh, one was about two farmers who had had a feud of at least 20 years worth. And I was friends with both of them. And so they... They were this was such an ongoing problem with them. And I ended up writing the story of how reconciliation was made many years later. But I I loved being in this environment because I would have I would come home and have bags of freshly grown vegetables and things on my porch and nobody would own up to having given it to me. And you didn't even have to do the work in the garden. Yeah, I didn't have to work in the garden and I mean, it's, the, these positions that I held thrust me into history, basically learning the people who were there and and where they came from and what they did. And um, I mean, I remember, you know, I saw the transition of the Citizens Bank from being on the square to the new building they they um, built on Fifty Six and. You know, just different things that happened through the years that were interesting to me. You know that it's amazing the transformation that the the square in most communities, but Gangsboro for sure. Mm-hmm. All of the the businesses kind of left the square and went to Highway Fifty Six, where the bypass was. Mm-hmm. And so, you know, every building was occupied, and then it just. When, you know, they became, you know, unoccupied after a while. And so it's pretty sad. And then there's been a resurgence recently. You know, I think with the advent of the bull and thistle moving in and some of the other things and businesses that have come in. Um, and it, now it's becoming a little bit more tourist oriented where people are coming from all different counties and, and they love it. Um, they just like riding through and you have sometimes the motorcyclists or the clubs will come through. And and of course, you um, were instrumental in getting the old jail uh, turned into the archive and the Veterans Hall. That was really uh, a wonderful thing that came to our county is when you you you're a visionary. And so um you were able to highlight and showcase, you know, the people who had served, in, you know, in the military. Well, thank you for that. When I went and asked the county commission, could they give me the old jail, because at that time I was the archivist, to um, safely secure all the records. Mm-hmm. It would be a fireproof building made out of concrete and right. steel. And when we met at the jail for the commissioners to look at it they did not think it could be possible that it could be fixed as bad a shape as it was in and you were instrumental in talking to them so you helped along 
constantly with the archives and the veterans home. I knew you would be able to do it. And that was such it was great that it was a historical building that would be preserved and then have a great use, you know, the archive and the veterans hall. And when you look at it today, you just can't even imagine what it used to look like. You know, it's just it's so, so nice now compared to what it used to. A lot of times the Upper Cumberland area tears down buildings and and then builds new. And it's it's really extremely nice to be able to fix an old building. Mm -hmm. It is. And you were instrumental in letting having them vote to go ahead and do it. I'm speaking with Pamela Walton, former Jackson County Sentinel reporter, newspaper reporter in Gangsboro, and turned author. Yes, <laughs> that would be. We were talking about turning the old jail, you know, into the archive in Veterans Hall. And, you know, there there have been positive changes, you know, and I remember you telling me when uh, early after we had met, you know, <laughs> having a little angst at the library and then trying to take my job, so to speak, in <laughs> the Sentinel. Not really, but, you know, it's just our humorous accounting of it. But it it just was um, wonderful to see you take records and have them preserved. And, the, and it's the same thing you've done in Putnam County. And you know, preserve so many things that just would have been thrown away or, you know, just discarded. And so now they have uh, records of the history in in the county. And you did so many um, articles that we uh, ran in the Sentinel, you know, and people were, they were very interesting to the people in the surrounding area. Well, I've never been really good at English, and your articles, when you put them in the paper, they were written properly, and I appreciate that, and so does the readers. Well, not only did you come up with the archive and Veterans Hall, but you, um, you know, had done the veterans um, markers and, and the historical markers of places that... People had forgotten existed in the county as well. So, With all your help, you helped do the big memorial service that we had. World War II planes fly over, 350 people came. Mm-hmm. Tell us how you got that going. Well, you got that going. <laughs> you did. You were the main speaker. But anyway, it, we did that every year for Veterans Day we or Memorial Day. You know, had services and people came from all around. And, um, you know, we would do the represent all the different branches of the military, people um, singing. You know, we, we've had all kinds of wonderful events as a result, you know, and they began to take pride in, you know, their military history and those who had served. Those six years, you documented all of the history that was being done in the Sentinel and it'll be there forever. I know, yeah. I'm glad that they allowed that. That was great that Andy Mitchell, the owner and publisher at the time, uh, looked forward to printing those articles every week them. it was a weekly publication yeah, and every week yeah. you had an article in there yeah. about what was going on at the archives and mm-hmm. around the community we've been speaking with pamela walton raider former jackson county sentinel newspaper reporter 
turned author, and we'll be right back. I'm Glenn Jones, your host on the chat. We've been speaking with Pamela Walton Rader, former Jackson County Sentinel, newspaper reporter turned author. Tell us about the books that you have authored. (laughs) Well, they're called Life Lessons, book one, two, and three. And they are stories from my life. And a lot of the stories in book one in the memoir section uh, include people who were around the area in Jackson County and well other counties as well. And so they provided um, a lot of good material to write stories about. But they're Christian-based, um, nonfiction. They're true stories about my life and what I've experienced. And so the first one are a culmination of articles and essays I had written and compiled. The second one is basically a call to evangelism. I I used to travel back and forth from Tennessee to the Northeast as an evangelist. And the third one were the hard lessons I learned, book three, in life. And I'm hoping to spare people from making the mistakes that I did. So it's been quite a journey, you know, with the writing. I never really aspired to be a writer, and I just happened to you know, see the ad, you know, in the Sentinel, and they were looking for someone to report. So so you really didn't know you were talented in no, writing like you are? <laughs> I had no idea. I, I, I was just kind of thrust into that situation. In fact, I used a 10-page article on evangelism in the 21st century as my sample writing when I went to the Sentinel office and then I never even contacted them back and they had to call me. Are you, aren't you interested in the job? (laughs) I just figured it wasn't going to happen, you know? And, uh, so they hired me. And as a result, I, I was writing from 2003 till, oh, I don't know, uh, not too many years ago, you know, several of my friends make a comment or have made several comments about how they were interested and looked forward to your stories because they were very easy to read. Oh. They were like almost like a novel in a article <laughs> instead of just words thrown together. You put heart into your articles. Well, I think now that uh, has changed to where you get articles from, you know, across the United States and they're just put in and they're not local oriented um as they were back then. So we were highlighting, you know, the local people, what was going on in the community, in the county. People look for community. They love community and reading about people in the area instead of just something that's more far removed and just sent in from, you know, a a national site. In your books, there are personal feelings about yourself. Do you have local people mentioned in your books? I have several. I mean, I have, a, but I didn't name them by name. Typically, I didn't, you know, because uh, there, you know, I had one story about Ernest and Grover, and those were the ones who had the feud, uh-huh. and um, and how you know it got worked out between them, which was wonderful because um, not long after that, Grover passed away, so it was good that they got that taken care of. But there are just several, you know. Stories that I alluded to, you know, that had happened in town and uh, some of the relationships and and some of them were kind of dramatic and traumatic. You know, one was 
when a woman, you know, contacted me who had kind of replaced me at that department store because I had moved on and she was distraught because um, she felt like she had been warned, you know, a man had come into the store and was talking to her and she was just feeling uncomfortable about it. And, um, well, are we? <laughs> and he ended up uh, killing his grandparents. Oh, that's terrible. Yeah. So, I'm Glenn Jones, and we've been speaking with Pamela Walton Rader. She's the former Jackson County Sentinel newspaper reporter turned author. So she came in. Uh, we're talking about you know how uncomfortable she had felt when this man had entered the store that day, and it ended up that um, he had murdered his grandparent or grandparents. I can't remember now, but I was next door at the city cafe because there were two cafes on the square at the time, phase cafe and city cafe. And she came and got me and just, you know, was distraught about it. You know, the, these things happen in communities, sadly, but, um, that, that's one of the stories in there. And so, um, a lot of people probably wouldn't think I didn't really notice it until you kept speaking about it. Being a reporter for the newspaper actually gets you in-depth feelings of these people that had tragedy. Right, right. Because I had to report on murder cases and, you know, thefts and, you know, all kinds of things. And so you get caught up in there because you have to sit in on these hearings and and report the goings on. And also when the commission would meet and there would be something that was controversial because there was a, a business that came in and and people got pretty, pretty hot <laughs> about, uh, you know, the type of business it was. And um, did you write about the gentleman's club? Yes, I did. That was a controversial. It was a controversial business. business And and so that was um, the news for several months, several months. And uh, then there were also some, you know, shady things that took place within the sheriff's department back then. And there, you know, I was reporting on that for so long. I just (laughs) I was ready for that to to be over, you know. I remember I was talking to the local district attorney and I was at Times Square in New York City, you know, getting some information because at that time I was considered a correspondent because I would do all my interviews over the phone and then send them into the local paper, you know. And now with the virus, a lot of things are done over the phone instead yeah, of in person. Yeah. So So um, you were already doing that. I was way already back then. doing that a long time before. And it just was more convenient, you know, and having, but I liked it when I interviewed them personally, you know, but uh, in person, but it still works over the phone. But where can you purchase a book that you wrote? Well, they're on, they're online, they're Life Lessons, book one and book two and book uh, three, but it's still under Pamela Walton, which is my pen name for the books. Um, So it's, it's not difficult or they can contact me and, um. I can sell them one. I have some copies. Do they contact you online or how would they contact you? Well, they can uh, call my number uh, and they can also uh, send an email. It's Pamela Anders Walton at gmail.com. And uh, my number is 931-310-7042. Yeah, uh, I think that's really neat that you have done so well just at 
answering an ad in the Sentinel. <laughs> they needed a writer yeah. or a reporter, and you become a writer after all of that. Yeah. And and Celebrations magazines, and you wrote in a f- couple other magazines too. Yeah, there were there were four magazines, and then one national magazine. I I wrote for as well. Well, I would like to thank Pamela Walton Rader for being on the show today. We enjoyed her on the chat, and thank you very much. You're welcome. It was my pleasure.